1: I'm Sue Smith. I'm Caitlin Rudnick.
2: And we love scams. scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. We love each other.
1: We, we love a quarantine, to be honest. We
2: do. I will say I am incredibly proud of us, Sue, because we have been Skype chatting our entire podcast if anybody doesn't know this sue and i created this podcast we met with more banana productions we're so excited and then sue moved to los angeles <laughs> and then i
1: moved to <laughs> los angeles a week later
2: <laughs> but i was and my plan was like don't worry i'll be there in like two weeks i was gonna move that has not happened
1: yet life's even been more settled down in new york city <laughs> but, but i um... feel that you have been here quite a bit and we've gotten a lot done i here. have and it's been a it is. No,
2: it is lovely. And I always say, like, if you want to become closer with your friend, have them move across the country and create a podcast because you end up talking to them three times a week.
1: Oh, minimum. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: minimum. Yeah. Oh, we minimum. We talk daily. It's amazing. And um, yeah, so during this quarantine, I know a lot of other podcasts are Skyping and there's a lot of tech issues. And we, if we have tech issues, it's our own fault,
0: but we're used to this. We've got
1: it, baby. We're we got confident. it. I've got my Ethernet plugged in. Oh, nice. I've got headphones. That's it. I got a microphone. My mic adjusted to omni
2: range. Let's hope it works. just messaging us about her Cutco experience she still owed money from Cutco <gasps> like $800 no. yes cuz she was 18 years old and like we just passed an episode we just released an episode where Jack um producer Kate's husband talks about the fact that he was a Cutco salesman and it's such a funny episode and through the end Jack finally admits he might have been he scammed. Was scammed when in the beginning he was true you know through and through proud cutco member and at the end he was like well i think they could have they might have fucked me over a little bit (laughs) it's classic anyway so so somebody responded that she um agreed with jack and she was also owed money from cutco and she was a um a salesperson
1: oh no don't do the multi-level well speaking of husbands (laughs) yes we think husbands i think we think they make good content, and also, you don't yeah, have like access them. to a ton of people in a quarantine, so... <laughs> no one else is allowed in my house with my child, so guess who our special guests are? <laughs> you gotta do what you can. <laughs> you gotta be married to him if you're gonna come on the podcast. <laughs> our special guest today is Katie's husband, Alan, Alan Arthur. Arthur! Hello! How are you? Welcome back. You may remember it's... him from such hit episodes as One Lucky Duck and yes. as... The, the mafia. Concrete Club, yeah, yeah. The Concrete Club, they're hit. He is an investigative journalist. He takes he's research so seriously smart. and has pride in his work. And he's here with a new scam for us.
3: You have lots of very prepared people on here. You don't have to.
1: No, you're the most prepared. Yeah, I, well... that's our fucking oh. scam, Alan. <laughs> 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 we are scamming We're them. Zos- I, and yeah. fun, Alan. What is your scam, buddy?
3: okay well you look uh, so cute
1: <laughs> oh this
3: is we so are, fun we are sitting we are sitting in incredibly our incredibly close we, together we because we're sharing a mic yeah we we literally not in the way that people say it but in the actual way just put lewis down to bed yes and then if came he wakes in up, here we, and set up we're
2: ignoring him and, <laughs> we're, this yeah, podcast matters more
3: screaming in the background <laughs> that's okay that's, that's okay um, he needs to
2: self-soothe what are you gonna he's do yeah. figure it out only during this podcast. Otherwise, I go into his room every time he cries.
3: <laughs> and I just want to say, speaking of your amazing audience, that all of you audience, all everyone listening, I get to be, I have the privilege of being Katie's husband. And I remember yeah. a year plus ago, you guys just talking about. Mm-hmm. this podcast and going like you know what it could take a while it could take years to like catch on who knows who's going to listen it might just be like a handful of people for a while and now there's like people DMing and emailing and leaving phone messages and it's just like we i just want to let everyone listening know like the joy that they bring to us Aww. just in our Aww. house it's true. and how grateful I am for all of you supporting this show, which I love. Yeah. I love the show myself.
1: Oh and I
3: love Sue and Katie.
1: Thanks. God. Austin gets that way too. Every time we get an email, I'll be like, listen to this. And he'll be like, Someone sent you that? That's so cool. Yes. You're all
3: uh, people who are listening are willing to share like bad experiences with you. And as someone (laughs) who talks to a lot of people about their bad experiences, that takes a certain level of trust and and vulnerability on your end Mm. to 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 but it's all out there for us that's That's welcome
1: we we love you mean like like, it's all out there but you mean like as a reporter it's hard to get people to open up in that way
3: yeah yeah it's hard to get people to talk about really tough things that happen to them and the fact that they are willing to email you and leave you messages and it's just awesome and there's like lots more people than we thought there would be
1: yeah there are we love it Thank God. I love it. Anyway. Just
3: wanted to say that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening.
2: You make our
3: house happy. Yeah. Um, Okay. My scam. Okay. Let's Um, get down to the dirty Yeah, Let's get to it. So, before I was a journalist, I spent a lot of years in restaurants. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Katie always says, We're in restaurants. She hates the idea of working in restaurants. My specialty when I was in restaurants was beer. And I became uh what's called a cicerone. And a cicerone is like a sommelier but for beer.
1: Mm-hmm. A cicerone.
3: A, yeah, a cicerone. Oh, a
1: cicerone.
3: Hmm. Cicerone. cicerone <laughs> no, cicerone, not but Cicerone he, he loves
2: sissing around. Oh, I do he, Cicerone
3: around. Uh, I siss around. Um I <laughs> does around. Um, and so I I got certified as a cicerone uh like I guess it was like maybe nine years ago and back then there were only a couple hundred now there's i think there's like thousands of them and it's crazy so i love beer i love it i loved it for a long time and so this revolves around uh a fake brewer um which i love uh okay so it starts uh so it revolves around this guy named stephen foster which is also the name of the guy who wrote uh, oh, Susanna and <laughs> Camp Town Races and all of these, like, <laughs> American standards. Sing that song. Standards. Do, da,
1: do yeah. da. Camp Town Races, sing that song. <laughs> do da. <laughs> oh, do, oh, do da day.
3: Sue is I think I know that from Nickelodeon. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, this is not him. Um, all right. Bummer. But same name. Uh, so in 2007, um, this guy, Stephen Foster, becomes the head brewer of... Um, Bowling Green Brewing Company in Kentucky. Um, And he... Wait, uh, 2007?
2: 2007. So that's like the start of the craft beer craze.
3: Yes, the craze is like really ramping up there. Um, And so uh, he is their head brewer and he's there for a year and a half. And it doesn't go very well. And this is a real brewery? This is a real brewery. Okay. He is their head brewer. He's their first brewer, I believe. And he... um, It does not go very well. Um. After a year and a half, he leaves.
1: Wait. A point of clarification. So, like every brewery has like this like master chef guy.
3: Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. cool. So there's always. Can they have more than one? Uh, there's always a head brewer, and then there can be like assistant brewers, okay, or okay. just like brewer, assistant, assistant brewer, brewer, and then and like head who,
2: brewer. People who own the. Brewery aren't necessarily the brewers, like no somebody true. who would own a restaurant so is not necessarily the chef.
3: Exactly. So there are some brewers who are also owners or co owners, mm-hmm. and then there are some that are totally separate. Like
1: okay, like, like dogfish like head sommelier.
3: Dogfish head, he's yeah, he's he's part owner. Sam uh-huh. Calagione is part owner.
1: Dogfish head guy
2: really, but he's loved also Alan he's not and the, gave us a wedding gift. I'm he's, just gonna brag. Alan was great. If at you're his a job. Beer
3: nerd. Dogfish wow, head, that's
2: a big we have deal. a couple wedding gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: yeah.
3: Um, Uh, But he's not a brewer.
2: Okay. Never mind.
3: I mean, he's not the head brewer.
2: Just had to get that humble brag out. Let's
3: keep going. I should also say that a lot of this uh, comes from uh, a story on um, Kentucky Sports Radio, of all places, um, by a guy named Michael Moeller. Um, And and I'll
2: say a lot of my info on beer comes from my alcoholism. (laughs) same i love it is not, beer
3: it's not lost on me that i am talking about a, a fake brewer on a show with two sober people yeah, yeah. um
1: okay sorry continue but, a scam's um, a scam okay a scam's a scam so okay? he
3: he wrote a story about this there's not much information about this guy it's really limited to this story and some reddit threads and some chats on like beer message boards and things like that
2: i love those
3: um so he published this story in, in 2019 so we'll put that in the in the links for the show um so he's the head brewer of bowling green Brew- beer company it does not go well he's there for a year and a half and he kind of bolts under dicey circumstances nobody's quite sure why but everyone agrees that the beer he's making is not very good okay um,
2: and this is their first year they are
3: not currently in business any longer
2: oh um, you see the connection
3: in 2010, uh, this guy shows up again in South Africa.
0: Oh no! And
3: he is working at two breweries at the same time, unbeknownst to each. Oh, like two two ladies. Yes. Okay. Ooh. He is brewing at two different places.
1: He sounds like an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it. Must be just pulled a geographic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of people in my he's know. Gonna well going to pull a
3: lot of geographics in this story. Just <gasps> okay. spoiler alert. This is alert. so exciting. So, so it's 2010. He's in South, 2010 ish. He's in South Africa and he is at these two breweries. He takes a sick day from one of the breweries, goes to brew at the other place, gets caught there mm. by people from the other brewery, and then a few days later basically vanishes like. In the middle of the day. You got I gotta. mean, he just is gone.
2: That's what you gotta do in that situation. <laughs>
3: what? There's Who's... There's literally beer being made. Like, it's in process. When beer the takes two ladies figure out you're boning both of them, time, you just run days. away. Yeah. Well, he, he he got caught.
1: But who knew and... South Africa like, loved artisanal beer? I had no idea.
3: Well, now it's everywhere. Everyone huh.
1: loves artisanal beer. Everybody Everyone does. Everyone loves it.
3: Yeah. And so, so he leaves. So then... He uh, shows up at this place called Nimbus Brewing in Tucson, Arizona. Oh.
2: All right, he came back to the states. Yeah,
3: he's there for six to eight, six or eight months. Mm. Unclear.
2: Never a good sign when it's in months.
3: Yeah, a year and a half is about as long as it gets. Mm-hmm. He's there for like six to eight months. So as he is getting all of these jobs, he's claiming. That he has all these credentials, that he studied in all these places, and that he learned to brew at this place called Weinstephan, which is this brewery in Germany that um, used to be uh, run by monks. Gwen Stefani? By... <laughs> <laughs> Gwen
1: Stefani's Weinstephan. It's fine wine from Gwen. Ever heard of it?
3: We haven't been outside in <laughs> nine months.
1: Hey, um, don't diss my joke. No, it's a great joke.
2: It's <laughs> a great
3: joke. Thank so, you. So, Stefan has been around for almost a thousand years. They're about to celebrate their thousandth anniversary. So, they're legit. They are very legit. During this time at Nimbus Brewing, everyone is like, this guy's beer sucks. <laughs> so, they do a background check on him, and they find that he never
1: no. studied <sighs>
3: at Stefan.
1: He doesn't know Stefani.
3: He didn't know. <laughs> no. He is not... <laughs> He's been caught in the
1: spider webs this whole time.
3: He's he's (laughs) in the spider webs.
1: Leave a message and I'll call you back. We'll call you
3: back. So he, everybody's like, "This guy is fake. This is bullshit." Mm -hmm. They call him out on it. Like at the brewery, he says, "Everyone here is conspiring against me."
1: Yeah, and he
3: (laughs) storms out. Yeah, and never comes back. Whoa. So then he shows up at Four Horsemen Brewing in South Bend, Indiana. Whoa! He's there for an indeterminate amount of time. Everyone's like, "Your beer sucks." He's gone again.
2: What makes this beer so sucky? Yeah. So, all like, beer taste the same to me. To be honest, <laughs> me too. As long as you get trashed and you're on the floor, perfect. <laughs> you've won. Yeah.
3: So, I was trying to find a lot of descriptions. Uh, like descriptions of the beer to try to like see what was wrong with them um it seems like there aren't a lot of reviews of the beers that i could trace to him during a particular time or ones that i could find that he brewed because it seems like in a lot of these places he brewed them and then they never came out they like trashed them because they weren't any good but in brewing, there are 100 million things that can go wrong. And frankly, I'm always amazed that any beer ever gets made. Because if there's any, uh, for most styles of beer, if there's any bacteria at all, basically the whole batch is completely useless. Right, because it ruined.
2: starts in the very beginning. It goes for so long.
3: Yeah, you, you. there's all these different steps. And you're moving it from one piece of equipment to another. And it's going from here to there. It's in what's called a mash tun to start. And then a kettle. And it goes through all these different processes. and. <laughs> It's like if if it ever, like, touches oxygen and it's not being boiled and if there's anything that's not been properly sanitized, like, everything's off. Okay. So a lot of people said that his beer was, quote, unquote, infected, which basically means Ew. that, yeah, I mean, that's not appetizing at all. So no. if you want to know, like, no one wants to drink an infected beer. It has Correct. COVID. Um,
0: no, a beer too, requires too an soon. antibiotic.
3: Too, it's too soon. <laughs> no, it's, current. It's too soon if it's, yeah, I think that it's qualifies current. as current events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he... So his beer seems to be infected. Um, there's stuff that apparently wasn't carbonated. Um, it's just a mess. And there's also the like I, I couldn't find um, exact descriptions of of some of what was of, of what was wrong with them. But um, there are like what's called off flavors in beer. Yeah. So there's all these. Um, chemicals that you don't want in beer that kind of emerge during the brewing process and if you either do something wrong or they come up naturally and you have to do something else to get rid of them Mm -hmm. um so his beer i suspect just had these kind of off flavors Because he wouldn't
2: know (laughs) like if he does if he's never trained he doesn't know how to extract it or anything
3: yeah he he doesn't seem to know what he's doing and there's (laughs) also on these message boards and stuff there's also kind of a dispute between some people said that they saw breweries that he worked in after he worked in them and they were like complete shit shows total mess
2: oh like dirty very easy to get contaminated and then
3: some people said that he was actually like obsessively clean Mm. that he was like completely neurotic about cleaning everything a million times and that made it all the weirder that his beer was infected
2: well maybe he like was really dirty at one and then was like I'm doing a you know newly sun life now I'm a neat freak and then it was like I still don't know how to make beer
3: (laughs) well the one common thread in all of this is that his beer sucks like everyone Mm. says his beer sucks these breweries are dumping out beer um they're losing sales people are complaining that's like the through line for all of these so
1: just sorry just one more clarification so does a brewer is are they in there like are they just making the recipe or are they in there like stomping on the barley and actually Brewing stuff. You
3: do not have to stomp on writing barley, the but but yes, yeah. They're, to they're, the they they are writing recipes and then they are literally brewing it. And it they is, are it is present. Like pretty if you go to a brewery, process. the brewer's usually there. Yeah, yeah brewers okay. are there. Not necessarily depending on the size, you may not get the head brewer. Okay,
2: but um, but there's and there's sort of monitoring the machines,
3: right? Yeah, there's all there's there's frequently. We've been to a lot of there. breweries. <laughs> I mean, br- beer is kind of interesting mm. because like there's a lo- there's like these parts where it's like very hands on for a few hours. Yep, and then you don't do anything for three days and then you get back and it's like really hands-on like the, the the first half kind of or the first few steps of brewing are like really really hands-on then you kind of just leave it
2: do they sit for a while like wine any beers
3: yeah so when, while they're fermenting they take a few days okay mm-hmm. um and then um afterwards if they are lagers they sit for anywhere from a few weeks to a few
1: months So
2: there could be so many moments in this process where it could have turned yeah in the storage and like everything yeah. so he yeah.
1: is doing the actual brewing he's not just like he is
3: yeah yes. he's he's, he's literally present. doing brewing um at some of these places it sounds like he has assistance because he blames a lot of stuff on them of course. but you gotta. but he also it sounds like in some of these places it's kind of like a one-man operation or mostly one-man operation and he's actually doing the brewing okay. um so he goes to South Bend, Indiana. That doesn't really work out at Four Horsemen Brewing. I've um, heard of them. Everyone before. is saying their beer is not good while well, he's brewing it. So he's gone. Then he goes to Tennessee. Uh, now, in Tennessee, he decides he's going to open his own brewery. Yeah. Oh. Wow. You don't want to deal with all the haters. But here's what I don't understand. I, why, if your whole scam is that you are a fake brewer yeah. and you get a brewery to pay you yeah. to make shitty beer and then you leave, why would you start your own because brewery? Because then
2: you get the money directly to you, anything sold. Because then people buy it and then by but the time they drink say, it, this
3: sucks. But, but uh, that uh, catches like, on so quickly.
1: I don't think he's running a scam. He thinks he's running a scam. He thinks he's a good brewer. That's why he opened his own brewery. But he's lying about where he studied taste. and he's
3: saying he. <laughs> thinks he thinks he, that's what he, they put on the bottle
1: he yeah. thinks he doesn't yeah. need it like he thinks he's yeah. just like so good at beer that he's he doesn't need proud. all this stuff i think that's really interesting i think he's because
3: like... one thing i mean we'll get like you'll it keeps going and like more stuff happens but nobody knows why he did this yeah like there's no no one can figure out why he actually was going around pretending to be a brewer because it's not a particularly lucrative industry it's not like you're pretending to be a financial expert
2: well if sue's point well, makes sense too because he's like cut out the middleman i'm so good none of these guys get me the assistants are but the problem so is he everybody like, is so is let me basically just do like
3: it gonna run off with like investment money
1: maybe i don't know i think the money
3: katie you usually know why people are scamming about Yeah, because he
1: wants it. to be the number one he wants to be the best beer so, like, he wants to start his own brewery and, and like, have himself. that notoriety and name recognition.
3: Maybe he's, like, that it's guy ego. in New York. In New York, we have this guy who, um, I think he has um, Asperger's or something. And he keeps impersonating an MTA conductor. And he, there's a documentary about him. He's done it, like, no 200 way. times or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he keeps doing it. And they arrest him. And people are like, don't arrest him. Come on. That's his thing. He loves it. That's
2: his thing. Because literally... lives
1: <laughs> in danger no, starting no, no, and stopping. Apparently, <laughs> he's really good at it. <laughs> wait does he so actually does he go he in the certified? little booth uh,
3: yeah he gets on the trains and I, like like, has I like him as a conductor and stuff that yeah, is like well he's
1: working for free let him do it
0: <laughs> all right
3: I, I can't remember the documentary like but it's yeah he's like seems like a really nice guy there's all these pictures of him like in the train smiling giving a thumbs up he's not like trying to hurt anybody he really thinks like i'm good at this i'm gonna do it that's so funny anyway, so anyway he I might maybe be he better thinks, than the current maybe he conductors. Thinks, Yeah. So, he goes to Tennessee, he says he's going to open his own brewery. That falls through, of course. Mm-hmm. And he goes to another brewery in Knoxville called Sawworks. And the guy who owns Sawworks describes him as a walking encyclopedia. He knows oh, everything about So that's about one of beer. the reasons
2: he's getting hired. He has
3: not just Gwen these, Stefani. Yes, yeah, not just cuz he a studied lot. under Gwen Stefani, Yeah, he knows but, a lot. Yeah. He is apparently really, really, really knowledgeable,
2: oh, that's a cool element, yeah. And that makes sense why you would keep him going for so long. Like and why keeps the br- why
3: the owners keep hiring him? Yeah. yeah, they they they're like, oh, this guy sounds legit. You'd mm-hmm. think they'd check a reference or two. No.
2: This episode of
1: Scam Wow is sponsored and brought to you by Best fiends, and Best fiends is this, like mobile puzzle game where you match three and you, there are, you collect these little fiend characters and it's so much fun. It's basically like you have
2: to you're against the slugs and the slugs are going to terrorize your Ugh, town. the <laughs> slugs. It's really it's always as the we slugs. all know. It's always the slugs. And so you cl- you use It's obviously on your phone you use your finger and you can glide across and you connect like three leaves or three boxes and then you move up at a level and it's really fun because you move up very
1: quickly in the <laughs> levels and so you feel good about yourself. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> I don't want to brag but I am but I will brag and say that I'm on yeah. level one hundred and seventeen. So <gasps> no big deal. No I've big only deal. Made it to Thirty. But there are so many levels. <laughs> There's so, there so many
2: levels. <laughs> also, you don't need internet for it, which is amazing. So it's a free download, and then you just play on your phone everywhere, anywhere, easily. They have over a hundred... If you're quarantined. (laughs) If you're quarantined. (laughs) And your whole family's on the internet, you don't need internet. You can still play. You get to engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. And with over a hundred million downloads, it's a five-star rated game and people love it. It's a new must play. It's great. So you can download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. And again, guys, that's Best Fiends. It's like Best Friends, but without the R. F-I-E-N-D-S
3: best fiends he's he's uh there's not that many pictures of him because apparently according to one thread i read on a message board somebody met him and uh that was uh, i think a beer blogger or something and he was like i don't do interviews and you can't take any pictures of me why whoa well because he's on the lam
2: or he's a ghost, <laughs> or he's like in one maybe of those he religious ghost. things and thinks maybe the he died in soul. a brewery. Yeah, yeah. And well, Jacob Ladder scenario.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no podcast Jacob's crossovers. Ladder. Um, so he goes to this place called SoulWorks. They say, okay, we're this guy is legit. He he is a walking encyclopedia, quote unquote. So he convinces them to get investors for this giant expansion project
2: of their own brewery, of making their, it of bigger of their brewery. Yeah, okay. they're
3: going to expand that. The owner said that he they ended up returning two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in brewing equipment because they didn't need it. It was oh. too oh, much,
2: like too high tech, like people that do like science. No, it food. was literally
3: they're like we we can't even make enough beer to actually use all of this stuff.
2: But that was his idea with the expansion. He'd have a bigger expansion, and he thought he could pump it all in there. Yeah.
3: So also at this place, the beer continues to suck, and they've been open for a while. So people are like, wait a second, why does your beer suddenly suck? It's not like a new brewery, and they're like, okay, this brewery doesn't know what they're doing. Now he's going to breweries that have been open, and they're like, whoa, this is a place that used to be good that is now bad. So Christmas of 2014 vanishes from Sawworks. Totally gone. Yeah. Then he went uh somewhere else in Tennessee, vanished again. There's not much info about that. What? Then in 2015 A quick
2: cameo then you got to get back out. <laughs>
3: in 2015 he shows up at Windridge Farm in Pennsylvania, and in 3 months the owner of the brewery there uh, estimates that he cost them a hundred thousand dollars in what? unsellable beer or beer that like people returned or complained about.
1: In
2: three months.
1: In three months,
2: this is like fun for him. It's like somebody who goes through like a liquor store and just smashes all the bottles. Like he's doing it on the front end, <laughs> the early. Like he just is ruining things for the fun of it, kind of. I think he thinks he's good. Yeah, I don't, interesting. I don't no, know. That's I don't know. I point. hadn't thought about
3: that. I thought for sure he was. Knew that he was not good.
2: No, I th- I think he thinks he's got something that nobody else gets, and no like, one realizes it. Yeah, yes, like I'm but gonna see, be. Nobody
3: describes this. him in anything as being like this, like reclusive genius or no, something. No, but if he's he,
2: super smart, he's like he's like probably explaining to them like, guys, look, I've studied all this. I trust me, I know it. It hasn't worked there for all these x y yeah. z reasons, and now I know the way. We need dandelion in this or something.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's for the dandelions world. in there. Yeah, he
3: could, I guess. Um, Did you
1: ever eat dandelions when you were a kid? No, just me. No, I didn't know.
3: (laughs) Well, dandelion greens are popular in Greek food.
2: Tons of old ladies in my neighborhood are stealing dandelion greens literally
3: off the street all the time. They're good for your liver.
2: Right uh, now, Greek ladies are constantly stealing peed on dandelions. You yeah. don't know who coughed on those or peed on those. Yeah, yeah. dogs
3: pee on those. Oh, on don't all of eat them. stuff you find on the side of a Queens, New street York City no. street. Yeah, yeah, gross. But also these ladies, all five like, boroughs, not just Queens. They
2: could look like they look like they're like two hundred years old. So it could be the <laughs> secret to success. Maybe they're yeah. ghosts. Maybe we too. need some pea greens. Oh, they're yeah. ghosts. Yeah, that makes more sense.
3: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are frequently draped in like weird black robes, very
2: drapey. Wow, Which, honestly, is a Gorgeous fashion. And no matter how, <laughs> no matter how, all I love of, a robe. no matter how
3: like Mediterranean your complexion is, as a Greek person, like when these ladies get really old, they turn like Ash. ashen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. they go totally no ashen. To every Greek looks like they, le- there's like the weird mist around them.
1: They are very misty. Even when it's sunny out? Dusty, drapey. And they all they're look like they're at
3: funerals. Yeah. <laughs> they're
1: great. They're I okay. never have lived in Queens, so this is new to me and it's hilarious. It's, authentic it's very authentic. it's real
3: um okay so, so then he's go-
1: in pennsylvania
3: th- yeah but he costs them 100 grand he's there for three months then he leaves goes to tampa Oy. he's in, at 81 bay brewing in tampa in 2016 uh
2: does he have like a twitter or instagram like is anybody like clocking him or is it just these weird message boards did you tell no. us his name
3: Stephen Foster. Stephen
1: Foster, yeah. Same name as not, the other guy.
3: Not the composer, yeah. Cam, but apparently Campton he Ray. also okay. goes occasionally by Scott. Foster? Um, well, uh, he also uses a fake last name, but I don't know the combination he uses them all in together.
2: What's a fake last name? Sala. Scott Whoa. Sala or Stephen Sala. Yeah,
3: something like or that. Or Scott
2: Foster or Stephen Foster. That's not hard. You yeah, could he's have given me exam. four options. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if he's like, Scott Sala or Stephen Foster yeah, cool. or like if he's mixing. Give me natural.
1: five seconds and I'll Google it. That's a Stephen Foster. He has ten thousand followers. So. That's not him. No. Okay. No. Too good looking. Yeah, this yeah. man
3: is is looks like he would be conning you into drinking something. Scary. Have a goatee. He does not have a goatee that I'm aware of. But he probably so-
1: plays a lot of video games. I would think. I thought you were going to say, like, an instrument, like a weird clarinet or something. <laughs> he plays the clarinet for sure. <laughs>
3: he looks like he could play a weird clarinet. <laughs> um, so... So then uh, he so he's at Tampa and 81 Bay Brewing. That doesn't work out. It's a big debacle. There's a whole Reddit thread where this guy goes on Reddit and is like, hey, I'm looking for a new brewer If people in this brewing thread. Like if people know brewers and they're like, are you the one? Are you that brewery that got conned by that guy in 2017? Because nobody had really put it together when he no did this. No one put
2: it together. They're all drunk. Well, it's just there. God, this is very consistent. They're in, they're in
3: all different places, and so he's he's bouncing around, and it's really quick. And people it sort of—I don't think they know like what really what's going on. I think they just think it's a fluke. And all right. They they this guy. This is the first time it kind of becomes like news around. But him it's been like almost leaving. ten years.
2: Two thousand seven to
3: sixteen.
2: Yeah. He's been doing it for forever. Yeah.
3: So. Then he goes to, uh, he, in 2017, he goes to Molly and Brandon Oliver, who own a place called Black Hawk Farms in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And he says, here's what I want to do. I want, you give me $25,000, and I am going to brew in your grain bin, which is like a silo, basically. It's just a place where like a farm would store... Grain. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm gonna Or
2: people could have a wedding in there. Like now it's very trendy. Yeah, now it's very like <laughs> yeah, it's on it's like right. yeah.
3: farmhouse wedding.
2: Yeah, or brew in it, whatever you want.
3: And so he says, Give me 25 grand to start this up. I'm going to brew in your in your grain bin. Uh, we'll start Saint Arnulf Ailery.
2: Ooh, that sounds painful.
3: That's tough. Yeah. Saint Ooh. Saint Arnulf A-R-N-U-L-F.
0: Ooh, Saint Arnulf,
3: Arnulf Ailery on your farm i'm going to we'll we'll start it up and then i will split sales with you 50-50 he tells them and he is apparently told multiple places in this no idea if it's true or not that he has a wife and two kids
1: okay
2: now
3: this might be true because people comment i can't believe he drags his wife and kids around with him on these like beer message boards so i don't know if they've met them or there's some evidence that they're real i can't figure out if it's true or not but he says he has a wife and two kids
1: i would not stand for that as a wife. Uh
3: -uh. these folks they um they uh basically put him up in a like like a house i think kind of on the property maybe and they seem to believe he has a wife and two kids also so
2: at the house you've seen them
3: i guess i don't know
2: Because I feel like this guy would be like describing it, but I don't think, I'm sure he's like hemming and hawing or saying like, my kids will come over next week, but I don't think.
1: I don't know. uh, I don't
3: know. So he, he starts this brewery for real. He doesn't just run off with the 25 grand. He starts the brewery. Guess what? The beer sucks. Yeah. So the beer is, is terrible. So as this is all going on, he is also saying, I want to expand. Let's yeah. expand. He wants
2: a lot of things.
3: He says they're going to make a big outdoor beer garden. Um, they are, and he is trying to expand to Florida also. So as this is happening, he's going back and forth to Tampa again, where he just was, kind of chancing it, frankly. Yeah. And he's going to Tampa. He's going to meetings. He's trying to set up like um with dis- distributors and get his beer distributed there, and his representative this might be my favorite part of the story
2: oh he has reps
3: no well when he's trying to (laughs) expand he gets like a a rep a rep like a (laughs) like a beer rep like a uh a distributor who is basically like brokering a deal for him yeah it must be nice so the rep says in this story that he doesn't like that he seemed to know what he was talking about um but that he wouldn't always pay on time, and that sometimes when he would pay, he would pay with bearer bonds. What the hell's that? What? Bearer bonds. Okay, this is my favorite part. Bearer bonds are these completely outdated investment bonds that you could buy from a corporation or a government that had no records of ownership attached No records of transactions attached. No names on them.
2: Then how do you use them? I don't understand.
3: It belonged to whoever literally had it.
1: So it's It's like Bitcoin.
3: And... Yeah. The ledger, essentially, for, like, all the transactions is, like, stapled to it, basically. It's just a paper record. But then
2: who would who would think it's legitimate? Like, would you just, well, add, no, burn it up? Well, in
3: the 80s, case? the U.S. government basically said, like, okay, we can't do these anymore because everyone's laundering money with them. They are... Because
2: um, you could forge those.
3: Totally. 100%. They're just doing
2: already my brain. Totally. <laughs> I'm like I could forge that in a second. Yeah, let's make some. how much how many bears can I buy? Yeah. <laughs> Give Anybody me some bears. I'll make some six... bonds. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who wants I'll bond that. myself to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that bond.
3: It's yeah, it's it it is it's like so crazy that there's, like so crazy that there's zero oversight of this. And, and so
2: they it, still exist though? He's I guess paying he still
3: them? has them.
1: Okay. But are they fake?
3: Who the fuck knows? I, mean, I don't did have the no rep idea. cash
2: in the bearer's bonds?
3: I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if somebody paid me with something that was outlawed in the 80s, I would be like, oh, this is bad. Something's not right. Um, if the U.S. government says this is too easy to commit financial crimes with during the Reagan administration, something is definitely going wrong.
1: I don't understand what they are. I, like, you know, like is it's a bearer's bond but it's like part of a company like a bond in yes. a company i gotta google this.
3: yeah this is this is what i had to do also okay. can you explain it better it's <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
2: Wait, is it like a stock bond so it's attached to like to like um mcdonald's and if mcdonald's does well they yes, make money yes if a company yeah a company can issue them so and, the and you can
3: market. buy them essentially it's 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 mm-hmm. a it's it's a an, an investment in the company essentially
1: so just it's like it, if you Maybe walk you in and it. you're like, hey, here's five dollars of my honeypots in bearer's bonds, then then you could pay with that. And that person would own five dollars of your honeypots. Yes. But then okay. like, does it increase or decrease or you just have five
2: dollars? Apper-
3: apparently there's it, it can increase or decrease.
2: How do you do that?
3: Um, I, I don't know if it's pegged to the financial performance of the the company
2: this is so shady i know, I know. someone's somebody, uncle was like somebody an expert who's in find, <laughs> somebody in
3: this audience i i'm sure that's listening knows something about bearer bonds or they're like yeah their shifty uncle gave them some yeah. for a bar yes. mitzvah or something and it turned out they were in the mob you should just email or I call
1: love it um, yeah just let us know sorry
3: so he's giving he's but the long story short is that he's paying them in in something that is completely anonymous outlawed for financial transactions and are untraceable in any way. So he is there, and um, all of a sudden, in September of 2018, he literally leaves in the middle of the night, Baltimore Colts style. What? (laughs) He just bolts in the middle of the night. And nobody really knows what's going on until somebody tweets at one of the owners and says, hey, what's the deal with the beer garden? And she writes back, um, our brewer just left with his family in the middle of the night. And...
2: Oh, she said with his family? Yeah. Uh, okay, then there is a family Yeah, there. there's a family.
3: And so off he goes and he's gone again. And since then, nobody knows where he is or what he's up to. That was September of
1: 2018. What?!
3: He's um, on the
2: lam still? And his, is. And nobody's tracked the family or kids? Do the kids go to
1: school? I have no idea. How old are the kids?
3: I died. Couldn't I'm find them. I'm very invested info. in these No, children. I couldn't find any info about them.
1: Whoa. Damn.
3: He's gone. He's a ghost. We don't know where Damn. he is. He, he may not even be alive. I have no idea. And nobody can find him.
1: So
2: he's if you're out show up there. going to like five minutes. you feel like he's. What did you say? Sorry. I feel like he's going to show up in five minutes. Like it, it, with his track record. He's behind
3: me. Is he behind
1: me? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, that's <laughs> me. He's Foster. And
2: he's trashed. <laughs>
3: but I feel like. He's, On infected beer. Yeah. I
2: feel like his pattern though is like he can't, he just can't quit it. He yeah. can't get away. Or
1: what if he got sober? And he's now anonymous and he's ashamed and he's just like And maybe he's making amends. Shouldn't
3: he call these breweries then to make amends? (laughs)
1: Make amends. He owes a lot of money for some shitty beer. Well, maybe he's just not on that step yet. Not
3: a monetary (laughs) amends. He's
2: not
1: there yet. Yeah. Or if it would hurt others. Do you
3: have to make fiduciary amends too?
1: Yeah. If If you like fuck somebody over, you do.
3: Oh, wow. Well, he owes a lot of people money.
1: Well, maybe yeah. right now, I bet he's at a brewery doing this job and making shitty beer. Yeah. And- but,
3: so this, when this story came out, and it came out in January of 2019, I wonder if that like blew his cover somewhere. I couldn't find anything about it. Did
2: anybody in 2019 go like, oh, I know this guy, or he looks just like the guy who's been at my place or something?
3: Not currently, but a lot of people were like, oh, I knew this guy from when he was back at this other place. He sucked at brewing.
2: (laughs) I bet he's in another country. If he went to another continent, he's in another country. I think it's so random. He went to
1: South Africa for one Africa.
3: I know. There's no other international brewing here except South Africa. And it's not like a beer country. It's not like you went to England or Ireland or but maybe he Australia to where there's a ton like, of he knows brewing. that there's no
2: history in it and that he could be sort of on top of this new trend.
3: And here's the other thing that people keep bringing up online and it's so true. This guy was brewing on and off for 10 years. yeah How did he not get good at it?
1: That's true.
3: It it's almost harder to not be good at it after 10 years than like shouldn't he accidentally learn something? But shouldn't he, he somehow does have a
2: learning disability? And like literally can't measure. But is very passionate.
3: Is there a learning disability where you can't measure? I don't
1: know. What if he's dyslexic? Wait, I'm looking him up on LinkedIn. Is he Steven with a V or a PH?
3: A PH.
1: Okay. Okay. There's That's no way
3: he has an active LinkedIn.
1: Profile. I think he wants to brag about what a good
3: brewer he is. you're secretly on the dark web is. right now, and you're just pretending oh, yeah. get to be on look that web.
2: Up. Sue. get on that deep dark web. Oh, I'm
1: getting on the web, baby.
3: <laughs> People, if you if you're listening and you haven't heard the dark web episode <laughs> of TJX Six <laughs> and the Houston Astros, oh my God, it is the funniest. <laughs> side. It is the scammer episode I've listened to the most number of times. You listened to it more than once. I listened to it three times. Oh my I God. crack up every time, and I'm it's so with happy. It's husband. Often. I am proud. It's to really say good. that I contributed the scam that yes. got you deep into bingo dumps on oh. the dark web.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> got a hot tip from Alan, and then we got Austin on the episode. It's really good. It
3: what a so thrill wonderful. that was. What oh, a thrill. Wait, What, what, is, what is this
1: guy's name again?
3: Stephen Foster.
1: Alright, I'm looking him up. I don't see anything. What's his other name? <laughs> Sala?
3: Scott Sala? S- S-A-L-A? I
1: see a janitor. Mm. Maybe. Wait! Okay, I think I found him. Get... Orange County, California, GameCraft Brewing.
3: Hold on, wait. Do you see a picture?
1: Yeah, he's like a. I'll show you this picture.
3: No, not no, him. that's
1: not him. But he's a brewer. Mm. It's got to yeah, be him. It's,
3: it's just luck. Yeah. Co- coincidence.
1: I don't know. What
2: if he changed his face though? That's the number one thing I think all scammers should. Everybody do. I think they should all get the nose dry. I do. I do think. I think if you were going to continue that. If somebody shows up in your if somebody
3: shows up in there a brewer, they say they're a brewer and they look like Nicolas Cage, it's just because they switched faces with him. Yes. Don't trust
2: it. <laughs> I my number one thing is facial I just think this is changing. This surgery. is so
3: crazy. Like, how did he not learn accidentally learn how to brew?
2: I think like the inspiration, the excitement, having people like on in his corner going like, we're going to make this change. We're going to expand. I'm going to buy you all these things. We're going to make a beer garden. Like he likes the buildup of everything. And then he realizes he can't do it. But it sounds like he's memorized and has learned a bunch of beer facts. Mm. He knows that wheelhouse. Mm. And then he likes the joy and excitement and attention behind it. Like that crazy scammer we had. But that But also was telling brewing people about.
3: is like a really labor intensive process like, like this guy is lugging like grain no <clears throat> in a warehouse But so i think
2: this is just his like <clears throat> how we had like some instagram scammers like this is just like literally in his wheelhouse in his warehouse
3: but instagram scammers i like, get yeah, you're just like hanging out and like, no but taking they, selfies we had
2: that instagram scammer we did an episode on the instagram scammer who was like an expert in like fertility shit. yeah and yeah. so she studied all that it's these people that just want to become an expert in it but they don't actually know but how here's to do the it. thing
3: even if he wasn't an expert, ten years of brewing, he should have gotten no, better. No, because
2: his focus isn't that. His focus is he gets like gets off, like you say, on like getting that attention and that joy. He's he never cares about the brewing. The brewing's like a second step. But
3: all the attention is negative.
2: It doesn't matter. It's like he's getting ready to jump in the pool. He's got the soup. He's got the suit. He's got the swim swimsuit. He's got the towel. Yeah, he's got, got everything. The soup
3: that you drink in the pool. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's got he's got sunblock he's got it already and then he gets into the pool and goes like oh my god i can't swim i'm drowning jumps out and goes to another pool
3: but he doesn't jump out until he 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 doesn't get ju- caught yeah yeah but he literally. doesn't
2: literally like look i'm not good at this i'm drowning i'm breathing in water he gets caught in this like metaphor no i'm torn no i think he
1: likes the fanfare i think I got to talk to this wife. I want to know.
3: I want. I, I want to talk to that wife so bad. What does she think is going on?
1: Right? I want to talk to a wife. Do she think he's amazing wife?
3: and it just like isn't working out? Or is this like a concerted effort to scam?
1: What if she's in on it? Maybe. Wow.
3: Pocketing that sweet 60 grand a year that head brewers make at small breweries. <laughs> <Sweet> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. That's, it, there's no money in it. It's super labor intensive it's not like people don't know. It's not like a Ponzi scheme where it's five years. People put the beer to their lips two weeks after you start and they're like, this is bad. But then I also wonder, the brewers, they're tasting beer and they're like, this is bad. And then he's there for eight months? Yeah. The, the through line for hair. everything is that he vanishes mysteriously. He the, the beer is bad. He he goes away like kind of out of nowhere, um, usually after being confronted. And he... Uh, leaves these breweries with just hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes in in debt and equipment that they don't need and he does sound like an alcoholic um, though too it's, like it's like it's it's really tough because also beer is you're kind of in most breweries you're always brewing. There's like yeah. stuff cycling in and out. And so it's like stuff is in process and the dude just leaves. Usually it's something that is like a very kind of concerted handoff of like okay and then this person's going to pick up and it's all very planned out and
2: I think he's gotten what he's wanted out of them he's in the planning process he's but it sounds like if he never got
3: caught he wouldn't leave
2: yes because he's getting attention and the second he gets caught he vanishes he doesn't care he's going to do the next one it's his next fix Alan how did you first stumble upon this
3: um I stumbled on it because I'm friends with a lot of beer people on Facebook still and um uh, paste magazine kind of did like a sort of synopsis of the story just like mm-hmm. isn't this crazy Um, and then I went back and read the full story and then started like they, they link in the story to a reddit thread and then I'm like I bet there's more and so then I keep going to other reddit threads and then yeah I, Keep um, going. Then they're like talking about it on like Beer Advocate, I think, and a few brewing messages. There's going to be a documentary like in like this. two minutes
1: of this. Yeah. It's too exciting. I guess,
3: but he, he's got to like, I feel like I want him to come back. I want I him to surface still, somewhere.
1: I think he's still, his his story is still being told. Like, I think he's still scamming I think scamming he's in another people. country.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in two years you hear, like, mm-hmm. some, yeah, some brewery in, like, the Czech Republic. Or like, Helsinki yeah.
1: or some shit. <laughs> Helsinki.
3: Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know.
1: If you have the, like, if you're able to stay off the internet this good and, like, completely be invisible from social media and stuff, then you're a great con artist.
3: I mean, so many of them leave a trail, right? Yeah. And this guy's been all over the place and he's never left anything. The guy, they, they can't find, nobody can find him.
2: Wow. Because then he can't inspire the next group to believe in him again. Like, I really think it, that's his goal. Oh,
3: it's a good move to stay off the internet.
2: Yeah. But I think he, he's, it depends on it to make his plan work. I think it's all ego.
0: Hmm.
3: I remain unconvinced. Well, and somehow we make it work. <laughs> <laughs> somehow we'll We're stay not together. Ending this We're podcast. St- we'll stay together through somehow. this. We're going to make it.
2: Well, so, um, Alan, what do you take from this? What was your favorite part of the scam?
3: My favorite part is the bearer bonds, obviously. Because yeah. that's crazy. That's, that's insane. like paying for it in casino chips. But um, then
1: I feel like if you accept a bearer bond, you maybe deserve what what's coming that, to
3: you. I was reading that and I was like, wait why would i would be like you can't pay me in this shit this is monopoly money yeah you can't you can't pay me in strip club like fun bucks or whatever that they give out like you have to pay me in real uh, currently usable american currency they were like barrister
2: bonds and they were british and like fancy (laughs) i was like oh well it's a british pounds (laughs) barrister bonds. (laughs) maybe they were just no
1: Drunk. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah
3: may- just, no, I don't know. Totally I wasted. mean, it's, it's, if you're going back and forth from Kentucky to Tampa with this guy, you think, like, please pay me in a normal way that is not currently outlawed.
2: I think he yeah. has like a sob story. And they're like, okay, well, okay, I'll take mm. this one. And then next week, because con artists are really good at having you hold on and believe see, he was in telling the, the opposite story. He's
3: telling them, like, I have all this experience. Look how smart I am. Look how knowledgeable but I am. But
2: people do have to have a little bit of faith. That's the thing. Like, he's good at getting that faith from them. But because if he has all this experience, he's
1: he, they have to wait. They have to wait the eight months to a year. He has a bad hair haircut, and I bet that makes people the pity haircut him. is tough. Yeah. Yes, the haircut is tough. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And he's going to like these southern states where people are nice. So he's probably putting on his like exactly. sweet old boy charm or whatever. Yeah. He might as well sell Cut nice. <laughs> on He might maybe. as well.
3: There was somebody who said that they I don't know if it was in the story or somebody else that said they thought maybe he was with his family. Living with his family in Illinois. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Who knows? He could be there for three months and then, then he's off to. I wonder
2: if he uses the kids as to be part of it, like, in Japan. As part of his like yeah. story. Like I have this family, and we're doing the best we can. Like mm-hmm. a con artist will use every single thing at their disposal.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: Stephen Foster, give us a call. call Stephen us. Foster, if
3: you're listening, because you're like, I love this podcast about scams because <laughs> I was a scammer myself, and they really
1: get me. Yes, you uh, can You can call our hot tip hotline <laughs> at 347-509-9414 if you yes, want to tell us. If you have anything, if you've had this shitty beer, if you have any experience with this or this has happened to
2: you, you can always email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. We're at Scamwell Podcast on Insta, Twitter, all the handles, and we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yes. Yes, we want to hear about this beer con on Earth. Help us track him down. Yeah, we're going to get... Our
2: listeners are going to get to the bottom of this. If they can figure out Caroline Calloway's shit, they can figure out this guy. You <laughs> haven't
3: 100%. technically brought anyone to justice yet, have you?
2: And no, it's about the it. has, time.
3: The show yeah. has not led to anyone being well, tracked down. And who's fault is
2: that? Yours, Alan. You need to do more <laughs> Come research. Come
1: on. You're <laughs> our investigative guy. You're like, a number one investigative journalist. So can you get started I am. Started I'm on so... That? Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for, for coming
3: having on. me. Everybody thank you. loves
1: you, including oh, me. Thank you. <laughs> and me. I love you right back.
3: Yes. Oh, I love you both in different ways, but I love uh-huh.
1: you. Thank All you. All right, guys, we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, guys. We're
1: here to tell you about the podcast, The Alarmist. Every Tuesday, writer-performer, alarmist, Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and her guests scrutinize history's greatest disasters to figure out what went wrong, and most importantly, who's to blame.
2: (laughs) From the plague, to the sinking of the Titanic, to the breakup of the Beatles, The Alarmist and her guests laugh, debate, and of course, poke a bit of fun to get to the bottom of things. They say history repeats itself but not on The Alarmist watch. And if you couldn't get enough, every Thursday, The Alarmist extends Tuesday's conversation into a bonus episode where you'll hear extended guest expert interviews, listener feedback, and perhaps a new verdict.
1: If you love history and have a tendency of transforming any situation into the worst case scenario like Rebecca and me, The Alarmist. Me. Yeah, The Alarmist is for you.
2: Listen to The Alarmist every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Acast or wherever you listen to your
1: podcasts. Do it!